intently. I was watching Scanners, and like a good chunk of the film is just a lot of like solid staring. The hell is that? You never seen Scanners? To a, what I, I said, what the hell the is that? Yeah. <laughs> I've oh, heard okay. of it. I've never seen it. All right. Well, yeah. So I this is my first time seeing it, but I, I it's basically it, it's a horror movie from from the eighties. It's a David Cronenberg uh, film. Oh, that's right. You're watching your you're doing your thirty one days of horror on your TikTok. I am. I am. Jeff underscore the underscore nerd. Nope. No. 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 Don't <laughs> don't plug that. Don't plug don't that. Send people no, there. Um, it's ba- they're basically telepathic, and but they can copy people's heads to explode and there's a lot of staring Sweet. very intense staring and that what causes people's heads to explode it is they just can't stand the palpable tension That's it, awesome. it's it's, it's uh, sexual tension i would say Ooh. i'm just putting that out there <laughs> all right uh let's dive into this one welcome to the nurturing podcast everybody thank you for joining us i am jeff uh i'm here with phil hey everybody and david hey guys uh, we do have another voice there. We have a guest tonight. Welcome back, Dan. Hi. Happy hey. Yeah. No, yeah, we were just talking. You, yeah, you came on for the, yeah, the Beverly gets kidnapped by terrorists. I don't, I'm blanking on which one that was, though. You know, it was season two. I blank on that whole season. <laughs> it's fine. It's a bit yeah, of a blur. Dr. Beverly, their cellular structure, structure is degrading because of the way they transport. And all that right. Shit. That's right. Yeah. And she kind of starts to side with them a little bit. Season two is like middle school. She's being conditioned. Yeah. Season two is one of those seasons where you have to go through it like middle school, but you don't enjoy it. (laughs) I can be fair. There are some good ones in it, but yeah, kind of overall, you're like, eh, not not the best. Right. I do have to ask, Dan, last time you were on with us, did you have that sweet stash? Because I don't remember. No, I did not. (laughs) No, I. um... Oh, okay. No, I was. I think I had full beard at that point because I do think I showed up in my my Riker outfit, right? Um, I think you did. But um, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, so I shave this. I I go to this thing called Wasteland Weekend, which is like this okay. post-apocalyptic, like Mad Max style festival in the desert, and that was um, yeah. <laughs> two weeks ago. And I, I so my name is Flavor Saver there, so I have to shave down to my mustache for that at this point. Um, Ooh. And then I usually grow my beard back out for my Halloween costume just in case I need it. But this year I figure I'm going to be Ted Lasso for Halloween, so I'm just keeping the stash. There you go. Okay. Nice. All right. Fair enough. That works. And that's a comfy outfit. Yeah, it's easy. It's comfy. That's honestly my best outfit one year. I was I was the brawny man, and I just had already had the shirt. I just bought a roll of paper towels and carried it around, and that was it. <laughs> that's a solid. That's pretty solid. I dig that. Um. So if people don't know, um. Because I know I found you on TikTok. You you do a lot of Star Trek stuff, a lot of cosplay. Uh, your Rikers are great. Um, I think you do like an Uncharted one, right? Yeah, I have Nathan Drake. Um, I mean, I do Captain America. Uh, That's true. Yeah, the one um, from Infinity War. Um, I have like one from Bleach, the anime. Um, I don't know what that is. It's, it's an anime. Um, okay. I, 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 <laughs> Yeah, I, I picked the character because he's the thirstiest and most extra character. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, you know, it's just, it's just fun stuff. Right no, absolutely. And but you you do post some some great stuff. Um, you Thank have you. a pretty big TikTok following, sir. Yeah, I it's kind of I mean again the one the one that like super blew up was a Star Trek one, but I mm-hmm. you know I don't know I I don't I still. Still don't understand how the algorithm works. Still don't know. I'm just <laughs> nobody I'm just, does. Don't worry. I'm approaching no one it. Controls the algorithm. 
Absolutely no one. I'm just approaching it the same way I've approached it since I started posting it at the beginning of the year, which is just, if I like it, I'll put it up there, and that's good enough for me. There you go. Just, yeah, make it fun. Absolutely. Yeah. If you try to, it's, it, if you try to fit to uh, figure out the algorithm, you like, you'll go insane. Right. Like because people post it like certain times of days or whatever hashtags. And I'm like, I have no fucking clue. Right. So, yeah. Um, no rhyme or reason. There is none. Uh, but tell us, uh, what's your TikTok handle name? I forget what it is. It is, uh, the art of Danliness. That's right. I, see, I, I don't know what you kids call Handle screen name. Handle name. I don't. I mean, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm an old man on TikTok. I'm almost thirty, and that makes me old on TikTok. So you know, Jesus, I'm I know, right? I get people <laughs> popping into my chat, and I'm like, they're like, you know, eighteen, nineteen. I'm like, Ugh. and then like, you know, there are kids on TikTok. It's so, it's so weird. Wait till you're almost forty, sir. Which is just, <laughs> just, just wait. <laughs> wait till you're <laughs> over forty, sir. <laughs> then you will achieve like Jeff status. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, creepy old man status. Mm-hmm. Um, God, I was going to ask you some Star Trek questions, but I don't know because I mean we we typically cover that when film when someone first comes on, like kind of how they got into it and all that. Um, I don't know any. I got nothing. I got something. Oh, sure. Which would win in a fight, the Enterprise or a Star Destroyer? Because Jeff sent me oh a meme God. today, <laughs> where <laughs> it was that I see it go around the internet all the time. And it's Riker looking at a Star Destroyer out of the viewport. And he's going, oh, they don't even have shields. And it pisses me at a high heaven because they do have shields on a Star Destroyer. That's what those two balls sticking up on it are are deflector emitters. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) I I don't feel like I'm qualified enough to speak at length on the subject. I don't know about the, the firepower of the respective ships. I don't know enough about the shielding capabilities. I don't know enough about the maneuverability. I don't I don't even know how big they are compared to one another. So I really couldn't answer. Well, if it's balls or the shield, I think that pretty much says all. <laughs> you just kick it in the balls and you're good to go, right? <laughs> you're good. Then it should have like a giant cup over it. That's what it needs. Yeah. It well, that is why in Return of the Jedi they blew him up on the Super Star Destroyer and then crashed into balls. the into the bridge and sent it crashing into the Death Star. But yeah, yeah. I think it pretty much comes down to the the Star Destroyer wins nine times out of ten unless. The Enterprise does some sneaky shit like beaming a torpedo onto their bridge and then setting it off or something like that. So that, that, I've done some pretty extensive research on it, actually, online. I guess that's what it always comes down to. Sad. I guess the question there is, do would a Star Destroyer shields prevent transporter technology, right? Like, and a, Yeah, that's, yeah, that's a fair question. No way to know. Right. I mean, it, it wouldn't block it inherently because they don't have that in the Star Wars universe, so it wouldn't right, know about like, it happen to block it but then again everything including a light sneeze seems to mess with the teleporters in star trek so it probably would teleporters (laughs) you said viewport and teleporters (laughs) hate you so much all right you know what um just out of spite for david and phil uh and since we have a guest let's do some trivia from the definitive star trek trivia book oh so this is from uh the film star trek first contact which i know I'm I'm assuming everyone has seen. Yes. Yeah. Okay. All David right. probably saw. I was literally accident. just listening to the theme music before I signed on. Nice. All right. Who said to hell with our orders? Whoever says it first, just jump in. There is multiple choice. I can give you options. Yes, please. <laughs> Who's in the cast? Picard, Riker, Troy, or Data? 
I mean, that sounds like a Riker thing to say. I was going to say Riker. I was going to say. I feel like that'd be Riker. Phil, do you know? No, I don't remember. Sir, I think I speak for everyone when I say to hell with our orders. It was Data. Oh. Oh. Data swearing. Yeah. Getting all emotional. Mm. He is. All right. Yeah. I mean, that that close up time with the Borg Queen. So, you know. Isn't that the one where he gets the emotions chip, too? No, that's generations. This is after first oh, contact with the the Sorry. Borg and Let's really go back in time with Zephyr yeah. Cochran. Yeah. All right. Um, let's dive into this episode. We are here for a very specific reason because this is a good episode. This is Darmok. This is probably one of the best. Of we finally TNG. made it, David. We finally made it. <laughs> no, you'll get all the references now. Hopefully, <laughs> the thousands uh, of sure, the thousands of memes that have sure. been generated by this episode. <laughs> so this is TNG season five, episode two, original air date, September 28th, 1991. Um, yeah, kind of the general plot. The, um, the crew shows up to meet with the, the salient race. They speak, uh, basically through metaphor, but no one understands it. So, uh, they kidnap. So their, their captain and Picard go down to a planet to try and bond and kill this creature. And, um, of course, Riker tries to get him back and all that, but that's it's a good uh, exercise in learning about, about other species. But this is a great episode. Um, like I, 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 wonder... still love the, I still love the beginning of the episode when they're they're talking to each other and they're just like staring at each other through the view screen. <laughs> like, listen, like you don't to, understand us. You don't understand stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I'm curious how they're the like talking um, kid. Yeah, but on, <laughs> on the other side, they've got to be looking at the humans being like, but they don't fucking understand us either. Right. Damn. Humans. Oh, yeah. I mean, because they, they're both sides. You can see both sides are getting frustrated. So. Oh, yeah. I want to know yeah. what because um, obviously someone had to have written maybe like a partial kind of myth or language to get, so they it could fit with the conversation. Like, I want to see that. Like, what meeting did they give behind some of the other phrases that they say? I. I feel like it would have to be similar to Chewbacca or R2 in Star Wars where they have written out or Groot in Guardians. They actually wrote out a script for them and then gave that to the actor, but they substituted it with whistles, beeps or whatever, or the I am Groot phrase. I feel like this would have had to be the same way. Like Shaka, when the walls fell, has to be something, but they don't fucking tell us because why would you? Like they don't get it or something. Yeah. (laughs) It's like Shaka what? Shaka Khan? What the hell's going on here? Boom <laughs> Shakalaka. <laughs> well, I know. I mean, they. I think they were just trying to figure out how, like, how to make each thing about. Um, what am I trying to say? How to make everything like everything like. I don't know where I'm going with that. I lost my turn of thought without even getting anywhere into that sense. But I mean, that's our entire podcast, yeah. so it's fine. Great, fantastic. <laughs> Circle back to me. Um. No. Yeah. I think because they. Uh, maybe they wrote it out and said, okay, we want them to say something like they're not understanding us, but let's translate it into this. I mean, that's what can we say that means that or something? Yeah. I'm sure along with the dialogue, there was some sort of like, Hey, this is the kind of emotion that needs to be behind it. Cause this is what you're trying to convey. Those, those kinds of instructions. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I was, so I was doing some, like after I watched the episodes, I was doing some reading on like some of the backstory of the production. Um, and I think mm-hmm. so. It turns out that like the guy, the guy who wrote it was heavily inspired by uh, Dances with Wolves. Oh, okay. Because um, I, I, which I haven't seen, so I, but I, I know of. Um, but that's so they're okay. like, like when they're sitting around the fire and they can't understand each other, like that. He's like, that's what I want. I just want like 
two guys mm-hmm. can't understand each other. They're alone, and they they finally are able to break through and like just even through emotion and like in, ingenuity understand each other. Yeah, I can yeah, see this, that. this I episode was a hot mess during the writing process. So, <laughs> oh really? Yeah. Oh, I can see that though. I mean, I can see like they're them trying to be like dances with wolves. That makes sense. Yeah. Like how do you get people who try to, who are communicating in very different manners and it's not even like a different language. Like it's a completely different mythos and like, Oh, what is, um, when Troy and Dan are trying to figure out Troy's like, well, we can, mm-hmm. like, we know the words, but not the meaning behind them. Yeah. yeah. And that could mean like a thousand different things. And like with that, it's like, Imagine how, as a, as a Tamarian child, imagine how long it would take for you <laughs> to like be able to communicate with adults. Like you have to, because not only do you have to learn the language, learn the language, but you have to learn all this mythology and all these yeah. like stories all and these stories. Yeah. And I, so I mean, it's like I, when I was in college, part of my like I had studied, I took some neuroscience classes, and like you know, you go and like learning about like language modules or like the you know the human capacity for language. So it's like I, I did the the concept of like what they like Tamarians might have evolved like what kind of like innate learning abilities they would have had for mythology is like interesting to me yeah that'd be interesting yeah because I mean like we can look at a tree and go that's a tree and you just associate the the weird sounds we make with our mouth to go okay tree means that right but if someone says Shaka when the walls fell and you're like huh like yeah especially for kids that would be yeah that would be really interesting yeah wow I didn't think about like that like if they and they even like they have to like be told the whole story, but how do you tell a story if you're speaking? If you, how do you tell the metaphor if you're speaking in the metaphor in the first place? Right, like that. Yeah, kind of makes my head hurt. Well, you don't. I would almost <laughs> imagine that if when you're speaking with a child, you would use the stuff around the child that they've done, like them and their friend when this happened, like you two when you fought over a mm. toy, basically, or something like that. Similar to what he does, I think near the end where he's like Picard and. Um, I forget what the other pig lizard dude's name is, but um, Captain like, Dave Vaughn. Pig Vaughn, <laughs> yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. Take a look at that face and tell me that does not look like a pig fucked lizard, okay? That is Paul Winfield, sir. He is a. Okay. okay. David, the do you know what other Star Trek. Like do, <laughs> not do you know where. Where else in Star Trek did, did Paul Winfield. or? Uh, he's in something else in Star Trek. Do you know where, David? You know or better. Does than anybody? I look. I only know because I looked it up. I, I looked, looked it, it up, up earlier. Yeah, that's I okay. Cheated. You can tell us. Well, I know Phil cheated. Yeah, uh, he's in Star Trek too. He's uh, yeah. the captain in Wrath of Khan that gets uh, the ear slug in his his head with uh, uh with Chekhov. Oh, good times. Your favorite movie, David? <laughs> yes, my favorite. It's Paul Winfrey. On a tangent, I did recently rewatch Star Trek Into Darkness, and I was like, yeah, this is a solid movie. Like I, I enjoyed it more on my second. I can time. feel Jeff's are anger. Let the anger. Are you, are you feeling well? <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I, I don't think it's great, but I was like, yeah, you know, like it's fun. I'm here for it. It's not, it's not an OG Star Trek or anything, but again, like I've, I've, as I've sat with them more, I've come more and more to terms of the J.J. Abrams movies, and I'm like, fine, makes yeah. sense. I'm, I'm with you on that. Um, no, I think I saw a thing where someone said. Into Darkness is just it, like if you don't know Rathacon, you know nothing about it, and you just look at it as face value. Like it's a kind of just a fun action, you know, sci-fi movie. If you don't put the labels of Star Trek and Rathacon on it, right. um, but, so I think that, which I think that is probably a fair point. Yeah, and you just kind of accept it for what it is. 
Yeah. Like it's like if I'm yeah. like if I'm like I'm gonna sit down and watch a Star Trek movie, I'm gonna go watch like First Contact or Insurrection, right? I'm not gonna like yeah. watch one of the, any of the new ones. Right. I love Insurrection. That's one of my favorites. It's really good. I think it's I don't think good. it gets enough credit for being as good as it is. Yeah. No, I agree. It's and it's fun and it's but it's also kind of shows their passion of how they want to help these people. But it's it's a solid movie too. Yeah. Absolutely. Um. All right, David. I. I have not talked to you because I was I, I want to see what your thoughts oh, are on this because we've been talking of Darmok for a while and the references, especially like in Lower Decks, when there's the new, uh, you know, Kayshawn is is a uh, Tamarian and all that. So, OK, David, now that you've seen this episode, what are your thoughts on it? I have several thoughts. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Some some positive, some negative. I really didn't fall under I hated or necessarily loved this. I think there are some aspects of it that I really love, and there are some aspects of it that I think uh, really needed some work. The first thing that I did really love is they were creative enough to come up with a way for something to speak that the Universal Translator wouldn't catch, that they would have to figure out. That said... They did make this like the second dumbest species in Star Trek next to the Packlids because at no point do the other does the other race do the pig lizard people try to understand how we talk. They just keep saying the same shit over and over again with different that you, emphasis. That you know of. Trying yeah, you don't to, see well, no, it. in this episode, I mean, like you don't, yeah, they, they don't show them like we obviously do try to. We try to repeat some of the same words back to them. We try to understand the meaning of it, even though that not to mention they know that this is based on their history and their mythology so if they were had half of a brain cell to rub together they'd understand that we're not going to know who darmok is or who this other person is and such and at least try to do something to like and finally when he does kind of like with the army with his fist closed and the army with his fist open you kind of get a little bit of a sense but they they don't like at all try to come the way they're just like what you can't understand how we talk have they come into contact with no other space creatures oh, in mean, this like a thriving Americans? universe <laughs> i had to yeah kind of kind of i mean <laughs> this just felt to me at some points it's like americans go oh okay i'm just gonna talk slower and louder then you'll then, then you'll understand me <laughs> that's how i felt <laughs> that's, that's a, yeah it is a fair yeah. point so that, uh, that bothered me a little bit, but I do like the creativeness of the type of language they have. Um, it's something I haven't seen anywhere else in any kind of sci-fi, which is really kind of nice, too. I can't think of another example of something similar. Um, mm. And again, you know, working around the, the translator, because anything else you'd be like, oh, they have the universal translator. It would say what this is. And it is translating the words, but it's not translating the words meaning. So I did like that. Um, and it definitely had a little bit of the Gorn episode feeling, like when they get beamed down to the planet and it's supposed to, you think they're supposed to fight each other and then they start fighting the invisible big energy beast thing, um, which was kind of cool, especially for 80s graphics. Yeah. It was the 90s. Shut your mouth. The 90s graphics. Sorry. <laughs> I, I always like when they go to some outside thing and you're like, oh, that must be a park in the valley somewhere. Mm. I know yep. what that is. And it is. Uh, it it is yeah. This so was grown in Bronson Canyon. Bronson Canyon. Yeah. Where's Bronson Canyon? That, that's got to be. That's it's like in, um, in Griffith Park somewhere. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, especially this one. And then I think. And then. 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 And then.
huh, back-to-back episodes. You're like, we're just going to film the same thing here. Yep. Basically. Yeah. Now, now, that being said, positive and negatives, it made me much more happy for the Lower Decks episode, like you said, where the... Um, what's the Kishan? species name again? I don't want to keep calling them that. Kayshun? Yeah. No, well, Kayshun's the other person. Tamarians. That's Marian, Marian, where, yeah. where he comes on and yeah, he still has a little bit. He kind of slips and he's like, oh, whoops, I said it kind of in the old way, but he's learned how to speak like everybody else in the galaxy or at least one of the languages, you know, to get around what it is. Um, but that was my only thing during this. I was like, they're trying to like talk and possibly do diplomatic relations. And he's just. Yeah. Like, <laughs> OK, so here's here's my counter to to you. OK, so. Wait, wait, you're saying, gonna argue with me? No way. <laughs> I don't talk to anybody else. I have to argue with somebody. Um, okay, so you're saying that the Tamarians don't try to learn English. Let's just go with or, English. We're not even. Oh, yeah, that. or or the way of speaking that would. Well, okay. First of all, we don't know. We don't see it. Second of all, I think. I mean, they're there for like a day. So, I mean, they would have to, like, sit with us and know, because, I mean, their entire language and their structure of their, well, probably, their computers is not geared for that. And their brains probably well, don't even think in that same structure. So that brings up another question. Obviously, the words we're, we were saying, Picard was saying, are being translated into something they understand. So you don't have a problem. It's essentially as if they're, we're both speaking English. They just speak in a slightly different way. But they're not trying to, because they, they don't have to change their words to be English. They just have to change, try to change how they talk to match how we are. Usually when you're trying to communicate with somebody, you kind of meet in the middle there. You get kind of a mixture of the two and understand stuff. Like you said, we'd be like tree, that's a tree. And they'd be like, okay. And then the, well, you know, okay. the metaphors mixed in and such like he does in lower decks. He does kind of. <laughs> well, okay. But I think if you, if you take, that example, if I point to a tree and say tree and someone in, in French points to it, they, and we kind of go, okay, well, that's their word in French. The Tamarians probably have like a whole fucking sentence for what that is or something. Well, yes, so they may but the, not universal, understand. the universal translator would have to, because when Picard was talking, they seemed to at least understand the words he was saying. So the words themselves would have to be translated into Tamarian whatever their Temerian is, and it was translating the Temerian back into English words. The problem was we just didn't understand the meanings behind them. The universal translate translates the words, but not the meanings. And so... You don't think I give the universal translator <laughs> enough credit? No, the Temerians, they're trying their best. That's a lot to learn yeah. in a day. I mean, maybe we have to find the episode of Darmok, you know, in the Temerian uh, next generation and see their behind-the-scenes kind of thing when they're trying oh. to figure out how to communicate with the humans. I want to see their side of it. <laughs> I, I always wonder what to non-English speakers, what English must sound like. Just fucking gibberish to people I, who I, don't speak English. I found that there's a, some video online of like where it's like, this is what English sounds like. You don't speak English. And it's like, it's like people talking. It's like a, a, a scene filmed in like some, you know, like a, in a kitchen somewhere. And it's like people speaking in like kind of English phonemes, but like with, without like not without forming words. Hmm. It's, it does sound very uh, weird. That's got to be I weird. Mean, it is. You kind of just would have to mash up a bunch of stuff from different languages, like, and then yeah. put it all together. Because that's, well, I think I saw once online, one of the best mod- metaphors I saw for it was the English language beats up other languages and rifles through its pockets for loose grammar and subtext <laughs> and syntax. That's probably true. <laughs> yeah. It's basically kind of yeah. how it works. Yeah. I totally see that. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I want, okay. So obviously it's a, 
it, obviously this is how the episode was written, but I would have been curious, like if, if Riker hadn't have fucked up with the whole transporter and locked, like would Picard have died by the monster? Would they have fought it off? Like, cause he's stuck in the transporter beam when they kill the captain. I'm like, that sucks. It's like, he's trying to bridge this gap and damn Riker just screws it all up. Of course he does. Well, which also kind of denotes the potential uh, lack of intelligence of the species because they're like, what's a great way to get them to get to know each other? Let's try to know of the Temerians because they're the ones who are like, (laughs) let's beam them both down to a planet and see if they die. Like if Picard had died, especially with the communications problem, that probably would have started an all out war. Like, (laughs) Mm. granted, it worked out in the end. He's not wrong, but yeah. He's not wrong about because it's the whole shared experience. Maybe you bond. It's like yeah. speed. <laughs> that's that's my reference. Speed. <laughs> <laughs> that's my reference. <laughs> okay. Um, I don't know. This is I. I always enjoy this episode, even though I know what's happening. Like I know what the the end of it. I still just enjoy because I like Picard's thought process, and he's like, "I'm going to figure this out," and the compassion and like what he wants. He's trying to do that. That always makes just, it. It makes me happy. Yeah, all yeah. in all, I did enjoy the episode. I just, that was kind of, I had those thoughts back and forth of like, I like the surface level stuff. It's just the moment you start to think a little deeper into it, it kind of falls apart a little, which no happens nerd with would ever do that. Sci-fi. I mean, no nerds do that. No. I would say also, this episode is a perfect example of why Jean Luc Picard is the best captain that Starfleet has ever produced. Yes. Um, True. Like, I mean, he is, he's, a diplomat he's intelligent he's also like ready he's ready to throw down when he needs to but he's like capable enough to figure out what's going on on his own like he doesn't have mm. data and everyone backing him up on, on the enterprise um he's kind and you know compassionate but you know like like stern and firm when he needs to be he's, he's, he's great also that uh patrick stewart guy can act yes that's, yeah yeah that's definitely true yeah. No, I, I think you're absolutely right. I, I think, in, and he shows that through so many different episodes, you know, Drumhead or even Rolaren, like yeah. that whole episode, like he's just, you know, he starts off one way and he changes so much throughout it. No, I, th- I think you're absolutely right. He's my favorite. Plus that he's jacket. Dreamy. Let's talk about that jacket. Oh my God. I was waiting oh, yeah, for get this. Yeah. The season five jacket. Yeah. I love that jacket. I was like, it's so good. I want it. I forgot this I've was the first seen... episode with that jacket. Yeah. It is. Um, somebody makes it, but it's really expensive. Well, yeah, it's like that suede in there. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's like that. All like, the pleating kind of up on the shoulders. shoulders. Well, yeah. and he's got like a, a big turtleneck on too. That's got, you yeah. know, his pips in. Oh, that's a, yeah. that's a solid jacket. The heavy that's a look. Yeah. yeah. Heavyweight. But he just looks so comfy and like, but like, like he's like has authority, but he's kind of like casual authority. It's like casual Fridays. It's like a Star Trek Letterman's jacket. <laughs> yeah. My, my, this is my Friday uniform. My Fridays. Um, it seems a little darker on the Enterprise in season five. I think they changed it up a bit. Like it's just the, the mood seems a little darker, like the lighting and everything. Or it's just me. I, I could be wrong. No, that, that could be right. Yeah. That sounds. Wouldn't surprise me. There's. Wrong. When we get these subtle changes, this is usually when they are right at the beginning of the season. Right. Because they have a new budget. They're like, hey, our, our last season did pretty good. You should give us more money. Let's try this. No. You know. Um, oh, uh, 
Robin Leffler makes her first appearance. Ashley yes, Judd. she does. Um, I forgot because I was associate her with uh, uh, the game. I forgot game. she was in this one. Yeah. Yeah. Young Ashley Judd. Um, was, was she the one in engineering? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you know who Ashley Judd thought, is, David? I do know who Ashley Judd is, and I thought the girl <laughs> down there with engineering looked familiar, but it didn't connect that it was her. Yes. Yeah, that's her. Yeah, she'll come back, and then we never see her again. Damn, <laughs> of course we do. See, um, I think this is why I like Lower Decks a lot is because they bring back a lot of this stuff that we like that we just don't ever see again. That no one, because I, I don't think the Tamarians ever show up in any other series, right? They're not bringing Ashley Jed back. <laughs> they should. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> she just pops up. She's captain of a ship. She's like Leffler, uh, Leffler's Laws. <laughs> she, just the book is just sitting there in front of <laughs> her captain's chair it's just off to the side it's big ass fucking book like it's the war and peace it's all her laws. It's all like, her laws. like rules of acquisition mm-hmm. <laughs> that'd be okay with um this. real quick return to that jacket i just found a place you can buy it buy a suede mm-hmm. one online for 160 bucks so you know that's not bad not bad i mean yeah because i could never learn how to make that so i would mm-hmm. definitely buy it Oh no, I am not handy at all. No, but then yeah, then you need to get the the that like turtleneck because he has like a thicker turtleneck on. Yeah, and then that thing. Yeah. God, I want that jacket now. It's pretty sick. Just to like, I would just wear that every day. I don't care if it was like a convention or not. I I just wear it. I bet Lauren could make one. She probably could. She does good stuff. She does amazing work. She does. Do you know uh, Castle Corsetry at all? I I know of them. I've I, I'm like kind. I have met a couple people who work for them, but I don't like know any of them very well. But I okay. I, yeah, I know their work. Yeah, incredible stuff. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, we had Lauren on um, a few times, and yeah, she uh, it's her company. Yeah, she's she's a lot of fun. Yeah, and she makes some great stuff. And then we had her husband John on as well. Nerds, so yeah. many nerds. Nerds. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what, uh, Dan, since you, you picked this, this episode, mm-hmm. you claimed this one a long time ago. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, why is it your favorite or like one of your favorites? I mean, just like I said before, because it big one, because of just like seeing how great, like seeing just how fantastic Picard is. But mm-hmm. then also, I mean, I think this episode in general is also exemplary of like what, of, you know, what Starfleet stated mission is, right? It's like, they're seeking out new worlds, new people, you know, solving problems like do like you know building bridges, doing things that people haven't done before, um, and you're gonna see them like overcome this this huge barrier to make contact and start peaceful and hopefully fruitful relationships with another species. Also, yeah. it's just like incredibly well written and like the con the concept of the of like that like specific language barrier is very fun, um, and then also just like because just because just because they reference like the epic of Gilgamesh and like as like. <laughs> Uh, a big history nerd. Also, I love like ancient like Sumerian and like Akkadian and Assyrian stuff. Like I've been listening to a bunch of podcasts on those lately, and that just always like gets me going. Right on. I like how he's like, oh, let me try to to uh, remember what I learned in school, and then he yeah. like and then like he knows everything. He like knows right. the entire story. <laughs> I think I know it. Here's the entire you know three hour. Let, let me recite track. the entire. <laughs> yeah, here I have the entire Iliad memorized. He probably does. That would yeah. not surprise me. Or True like some sort of Shakespeare. Style. Right. Yeah. 
Oh, he did, oh Jean-Luc Picard can definitely recite Shakespeare. <laughs> he has that giant-ass book in his ready room. I'm sure he has it mem- like, fully mem- memorized. Yeah. That's what it is. No, I, I, I agree. I'm, I'm kind of the same. Like, I think this exemplifies what Starfleet is or should be, even though they get, they, they can be their own worst enemy, um, right. which we see in like Rolaren. Um, but I think this is what they can do. And this is why there's those captains out there who can kind of rein it in like, no, we're going to make peace. So we're going to kind of figure things out and not just, you know, be like Worf and shoot everybody. Yeah. He does. I mean, and then also the warp core. <laughs> <laughs> also, this episode is just so quotable. It like, is. there's nothing like yelling "Darmok and Jalad at Tanagra." You <laughs> <laughs> should just walk like, into a convention in or a situation. Like Walmart. As soon as yeah. I, I think from now on, when I start leaving places, I'm going to yell "Mirab" with sails unfurled. <laughs> <laughs> you should. Or like anytime you fail. Um, or because I know you're a big uh, a gym person. Um, yeah. Like anytime if you're doing something at the gym and it goes wrong, you should be like Shaka when the walls fell. Just <laughs> yeah. shout it out. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be great. Yeah, or like when someone's leaving, when a client I'm turning is leaving, and just go uh, Darmok on the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> They'd be like, Oh my god, he had a stroke. Yeah, Can someone help him. <laughs> Well, yeah, there's no toast. There is one guy that at the gym that I regularly talk about Star Trek with. So mm-hmm. I, I like texted him like an hour ago. I was like, "Do you know Star Trek is great?" He's like, "Yeah, I yeah, yeah, duh." <laughs> your your uh, daily affirmations. I'm just saying Star Trek's great. Yeah, I want exactly. just to wake up to a text like that. Does someone text me? Star Trek's great. Oh, oh my god! I just remembered. Uh, speaking of speaking of general Star Trek things and going back to how I was just at Wasteland. This is not sure. related to anything in the episode, but That's I okay. walked in, I walked into this stall. This this woman whose stall she like does like like sells like fire dancing and fire spinning stuff. And on the ground there was a, a full on legit metal bat left. Oh, whoa! And and I was like, oh my! I, I was like, how much? I I need to have this. Tell me. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Tell me your price. Like what? How? And she's like, it's not mine. And she's like, she's like, this will kill you. Some guy brought this in, and he's like, I do martial arts. This is some foreign martial arts weapon I've never seen. But I, <gasps> so he didn't even know what it was. Oh my god! So I was like, I, I'm like, I'm trying to argue with her. I'm trying to convince her that he doesn't deserve to own it. <laughs> it's um, a foreign martial arts weapon, <laughs> right? And then, and then, uh, he, he So she was, he was paying her to put like a wick along the blade so that he could light it on fire and spin it. And I'm like. That's cool, but also you're ruining the bat left. Especially if he doesn't know what it is. Yeah, but so then she was like, "Hey, like, here's my card. Like, message me later. I get, I see, I've seen like several of these. So next time I see one, I'll let you know." It's like, okay, that's fun. I wonder if this guy's gonna find out now, and he's either gonna be really excited or really disappointed. He's gonna go, "Oh, it's from Star Trek, and not yeah. like you know Taekwondo <laughs> or something." <laughs> right? Yeah, or not like some like yeah, like ancient like lost martial art, like you know, it's from yeah. Star Trek. Well, he's not wrong, technically. Yeah. Foreign martial arts. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's true. You don't get a lot more foreign than, than Star Trek. Than, than, than Kronos. That's pretty damn far. Yeah. That's amazing. Although, being on fire would be cool. It would be cool, but would it be honorable? <sighs> Worf starts his calisthenics program level three, lights his battle <laughs> on fire, and goes at it. <laughs> Oh, that would, oh god, that'd be that would be amazing. Yeah, I think we need to see more weapons on fire, just in general. 
I'm not against it as a general concept. <laughs> Just not that weapon. Right. Yeah. That one that I, that I want. Right. But then so I, the I go ahead. Yeah, I like, so she let me like pick it up and like take some pictures with it. And then like some, some woman was walking by like, Hey, like, would you want some pictures of that? Where like, you're holding me hostage with it. I'm like, okay. Sure. Right. Yeah. Fine. Talk me into it. Yeah. Yeah. Really twist right. my arm. Why don't you? <laughs> now, if you had one, would you use it like to cosplay or like it's going up on the mantle? Both. A hundred percent. Yeah. I, yeah, I would definitely get some like hooks for it. Yeah. You know, you, know, you take it down, swing it around and put it right back up. He goes, yeah. Cause you, there's no way you could take that to a, a convention. They well, would. no, I mean, I know there are some foam ones you can buy. A friend of mine has has a foam one that you could definitely like, you know, take around. But um, that one, that metal one, certainly not. No, because that that, have to, that is an to actual walk, weapon. You have to yeah. walk into the Batleth check and <laughs> hand right, your yeah. Batleth, and they give you a little yeah. tag back. How, how do you? You can pick it up and you leave. <laughs> <laughs> it's foam, I swear. You don't have yeah. to look. Right. <laughs> right on. That's cool though. Um. Uh, what else is there in Darmok? I don't know. Uh, Phil, I know you you like this episode. Yeah, this is one of my favorite episodes of the series, kind of for all the reasons we've talked about, just the the way it's written, the amazing acting job by both guys, and just it's 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 the purest kind of of trek there is. It's like here we are, we're we're meeting this species who we've only had one other encounter with, and it didn't go so well because we couldn't get the language barrier figured out. So let's send the flagship and the best crew and the fleet to try and noodle this through. And they do. Mm. Yeah. Didn't, um, when they were talking about the previous encounters, didn't they say one of the other captains was like, Oh, we don't think they're very smart because we don't understand them or they were incomprehensible or something. Yeah. Incomprehensible. They could be very smart just because you don't understand them. Yeah. It's like, it's like when like nurses and doctors come from other countries come here and you're like, well, I don't understand them. So they must not be smart. Like, no, they're still a fucking doctor. Mm-hmm. Right. So yeah, David. Hey, dum dums. I'm just picking on you. <laughs> Damn. Still running with they dum dums. <laughs> <sighs> Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. Um, I'm curious what their written language is. Cause he was keeping a record, but it looked more, it wasn't words. It was like graphs or something yeah it was, it was all some kind of picture like, kind of like, yeah i feel like it would have to be that's kind of the written version of this hmm. that would be interesting if there was just an alien species that they're just that still used hieroglyphs like they never developed like a written language that'd be different that'd be really cool push the, the giant bird to fire on on the star trek wiki there's like about like like 30 or 40 different phrases with meanings are in here. And then it says, let's see. uh, Someone should just develop that. Right. Some nerd out there. I'm surprised none have. Like expand the entire Tamarian language. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be worth it. Yeah. Yeah, nerds have done that with Klingon and all. Let's get get Tolkien on this. Right? Can you just develop a language? Like, yeah. Let's go, please. Chop, chop. Um, I don't know. What else? Is there anything else I'm missing in this episode? I think this is a great episode. It's, it's always fun. Yeah, this is, this is one of those yeah. landmark episodes of the show. Yeah, especially going into season five. I think season, as great as season four was, um, I think season five, they start to do things a little different, you know, because again, Gene's... I don't think he's died yet, but he's definitely off the show. Um, and I think they start to get 
just kind of different storylines, a little bit darker. I think Chain of Command is in season five as well, and that's a dark. That's a oh yeah, dark one. Yeah, they start they um, start pushing. Yeah, oh, yeah, they start to do some like little yeah, some stuff that's different, not just kind of um, bright-eyed, bushy-tailed explorers. They, they're like they get into some more politics, especially like uh, with Ensign Rowe. Yeah. Star Trek's yeah. never been political. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> it's not horny. It's not political, dude. You should see the Twitter <laughs> explode over the uh, lower decks episode, but with all the all the nudity. Oh my god, <laughs> it was it's a mess. Let me tell you, I deleted the Twitter app off my phone four weeks ago, and my mental health has never been better. <laughs> You're solid now. Yeah, I'm like, I don't therapy. What's that? I don't need it. <laughs> you have Star Trek and not Twitter and, and no right, Twitter. Yeah. It's easy. I like that. Well, but yeah, but you go to the gym too, so that's got to be like good hormones. Oh, that's it's kept me sane the last year and a half for sure. Absolutely. That's I think that's my problem. I'm not active enough. I'm a lazy ass, therefore I'm exactly opposite. Uh, Stupid. Couch. I mean, it helps that it's part of my job, so I'm like already there. So I'm like, well, like I'm yeah. here, I might as well work out. That does make it easier. Well, it's like when I used to work at a video store. I'm like, oh, movies, but yeah. it's. But I was still like a, a lazy ass, though. <laughs> that explains it. <laughs> um, all right. No one. Well, so we do have one death. One uh, death. Captain Dathan dies. Uh, mm. David, you can add him to our kill count. Yay. Where are we at right now? Where, where, where is our death count at? <laughs> Update us. Let's see. He has to math it out. I know that plus one is usually pretty difficult. For him, it is. Well, it's, it's, the it's time loading to the, it's it loading the mass spreadsheet. That, <laughs> yeah. Plus, he should just oh, have it right. open every episode. That's we have a standard. I should. Data. I should. Yeah. Right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you think we have standards? That's standards. cute. Uh, okay, so we have uh, TNG. Well, start with TOS. We have one thousand six hundred and fifty TOS deaths. We have 5,000 Borg deaths, and then we now have 15,710 TNG deaths for a total of 22,360. A nice even number. People oh. be dying. Solid. Yep. And we're just getting started. Uh, yeah, season five has some stuff happen in some episodes. Uh, yeah. There's oh, some yeah. more death. There's some more death. Just there a little is. bit. A smidgen. Uh, David, since we're talking to you, what's your rating for this episode what's your dave meter that is a good question i i place this at a, at a seven and a half i did very much enjoy okay. it. it like i said it's not until i started thinking deeper that it started being a little bit more troublesome it wasn't a full bullshit episode but it had bullshit undertones so <laughs> really <laughs> yeah what? like i said you start really digging into like but that's How every episode or every Star Wars or every nerd. If you dig too deep, it, yeah, it is bullshit. Oh, yeah. I fully admit that. I don't sit here and be like, Star Wars is perfect. Star Trek has all these problems. Okay, Metachlorians. <laughs> I guess so, like, in all the episodes so far, which episodes have been highest on the Davometer? That's a good question. Uh, we don't track them. We, okay, all right, all right. Yeah, we don't so know. Then, all right, whoever's <laughs> listening and who... who Let's get some faithful listeners on this. You can go back and take the time and get all the crunch, all the numbers. And <laughs> oh dear we'll God. see you all on um, Twitter. <laughs> that poor, poor person. I'm sorry. Yeah. I, yeah I'm curious. What, I, we just did our recap episode of season four, and I don't remember what you rated some of those. I don't pay attention to our own podcast. I don't. That's okay. Uh, 
but for normal people, this is a solid episode. I highly recommend. This is probably top 10 of TNG. Oh, yeah. Like, if you have to pick something in TNG to watch, this is one of them. For sure. Just just for the jacket alone. <laughs> I mean, it's a, it's a high fashion episode. It is. I dig <laughs> it. <laughs> um, all right. Let's do this. Um, uh, Dan, tell us where people can find you on the internet. Not twitter where else can people find you though well i mean i'm still on twitter i just am no longer retweeting as actively because i don't have it on my phone my account's like so um but um uh tiktok and now that it's back up today instagram um at the art <laughs> of dailiness um and then um yeah generally streaming doing some different kind of D streams on twitch.tv slash long lost lore actually i believe um uh you know uh the Ro- Lauren the Rose explodes on TikTok. Yeah, I do. We she's were just talking about this too. Yeah. yeah, she's um she's I'm on some streams with her, so yeah, so she's great. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. We had her on for the animated series. I keep trying to get her back. Oh, nice. Um, yeah. yeah, no, she's great. She started doing some like uh some trill TikToks, and she's like, I need you to buy some Vulcan ears so that you can do that like like I like your spots, I like your ears. Do yeah. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. She yeah yeah she's been posting a bunch of them, and those are really good. Yeah, they're great, and like apparently she she says they're very easy. I'm like, cool. Oh yeah, you say so. <laughs> yeah, I yeah again. That's that's even that is more more work than I care to put into it. It's like if I can't put on a shirt, then I'm good. Again, I'm lazy. <laughs> Do you need a shirt? Well, I mean, you've seen my have you seen my Sunday meal prep live streams? I I have. Yeah. <laughs> you just need an apron. That's all you need. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I did um, actually. Oh, yeah. I yes. did. Um. On Star Trek Day a few weeks ago, I did get uh, I did go live on TikTok in my uniform, and I was reading some very spicy Star Trek fanfic, Ooh. and like so oh boy. so spicy <laughs> that I got taken down and banned from live on TikTok for three days. Why <laughs> <laughs> wow, they dropped a three day ban on you for that, huh? Yeah, oh. yeah, it was it was that bad. That's worth it though. That's got to be yeah. worth it. It was. Uh, we'll just say it involved Picard, the planet Risa, and a very aggressive plant. <laughs> those damn horgons <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> that's amazing yeah. i uh, oh that's that's a separate podcast if we talk about yeah. fanfic i don't think we have time for that <laughs> there's a lot out there let me tell you oh god yes yeah. yes there is um well go check out dan's uh tiktok and instagram and stuff uh and it's great you do I'll, you you do have a good mix of content so i think it's definitely worth it thank you absolutely um and thank you for joining us this is always fun yeah thanks for having me it's great to talk this kind of stuff with people who know it oh we don't know it we're just faking it and me oh oh, wait what (laughs) and david (laughs) don't tell anybody (laughs) right on um great Uh, i guess uh david why don't you do our spiel and then that'll be it for us Alrighty, yeah check us out at nerdtrekpodcast.com where we got links to all of our social media sites you can see our smiling faces in the Meet the Nerds section. You can buy some of our shit at Cafe Press, and it'll make us happy. And then whenever you are done figuring out who the fuck Shaka is, you can give us a five-star rating and review, and we'll read it out over the air. Fantastic. Cool. That is it for us, everyone. Thank you for listening. We do always uh, appreciate it. Uh, and we'll catch you on the next one. Bye, everybody. See ya. See ya.